Good morning for Thursday, November 25, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's on the front page this morning. The U.S. presses China to rein in North Korea. Netflix's move onto the web alarms its rivals. And delay convicted in donation case by jury in Texas. In today's business headlines, executive arrested in insider trading inquiry. Already burdened, Europe worries about Spain, and GM offerings price gave Treasury a tough call. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. Here's the top story. U.S. presses China to rein in North Korea, reported by Helene Cooper and Martin Fackler from Washington. The Obama administration on Wednesday began a broad effort to enlist China to help rein in North Korea in the wake of its deadly attack Tuesday on South Korea. Admiral Mike Mullen, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, urged China to act, calling Beijing absolutely critical to the international effort to get North Korea to stop its military provocations. It's very important for China to lead, Mullen said Wednesday on the ABC program The View. The one country that has influence in Pyongyang is China. President Obama was preparing to make a personal telephone plea to President Hu Jintao of China, White House officials said. They added that Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton would likely be calling China's foreign minister, Yang Jiechi, to follow up on similar calls from other senior American officials to their Chinese counterparts. But few analysts expect China wary of destabilizing the North to employ its economic and military leverage in any substantial way to try to alter its behavior. And in Seoul, the South Korean government was left struggling to find the right response, as President Lee Myung-bak found himself with no clear way to proceed, despite his past vows to take a hard line against the North. Lee spent Wednesday conferring with generals and talking on the phone with world leaders, who offered him their sympathy and support over the artillery attack on Tuesday on a South Korean island. Lee's government also traded threats with the North, warning of heavy retaliation should North Korea attack again, while the North warned against even the slightest incursions. Despite the strong words, South Korea is showing few signs of actually planning a more forceful retaliation to the attack on Yonpyong Island, in which two civilians and two Marines were killed, while it placed its armed forces on high alert and sent F-15 fighter jets to the area, South Korea's only military response so far came during the attack itself, when Marines on the island returned fire at North Korean positions. During an emergency session of the National Assembly, South Korea's legislature, right-wing lawmakers, called for bolder military action in response to the island shelling. They also criticized Lee for not retaliating right away with greater force. North Korea's artillery stronghold should have been destroyed three minutes after the attack, said one lawmaker, Song Kwang-ho. South Korea's air force sallied forth but did not attack. The gong sounded and it's too late now. Where were our resolute measures? The impasse underscored the quandary both countries face. Neither the strengthened sanctions Obama and Lee pushed after a North Korean nuclear test last year nor the resumed aid and diplomacy that Lee tried just a few months ago, have persuaded the North to cooperate with the outside world.